Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. Do you have a technique to parade before us? Ha ha! Hey, is anyone out there working condominiums? If you are, you know that conventional mortgages on condos are getting more and more difficult. Um, You know, we had an incident in Miami just not too many months ago where an entire property collapsed, people died, and the reason was the HOA didn't have the funds to make the repairs, postponed the repairs, And so I think that's caused banks to have a reaction, right? They're concerned. Now they're going to triple double check. Does the HOA have enough money? Does it meet code, et cetera, et cetera? So it's harder and harder to get conventional financing. Well, one way to, if you, whether you've got the listing or the buyer, one way to make it a little bit easier on you is to investigate whether that condominium is approved by the VA and the FHA. So if Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have said, we'll give loans on this condo, then you can probably bet 98% sure that a conventional mortgage is going to go through too. So I'm not trying to talk you into converting your push to finding VA and FHA buyers, but rather use the list of approved properties so that you don't end up with a non-conforming unit and you don't know anything about it. Hmm. And the way that you do that is you go to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. There is actually on Fannie Mae a selling guide. Now, the link to get there is about four lines of tech long, you know, letters and alphabet soup. Um, so if you're interested, send me a quick email and I'll send it to you. Same with uh, Freddie Mac. Um There's two long links, but it'd be really cool to find out if your unit, when you're marketing it for listings, is already approved. Or, in fact, if you find out up front that it's non-conforming, well, it gives you a little more ammunition to get it priced right. Great. Ineligibility guidelines, and they're out there. Non-conforming or not. Yes. Cool. Hey, my technique is... A hidden secret. Ooh, a hidden secret. Why I make better deals. Why more of my offers get accepted. Okay. And it's because I am active in my board. Ooh. You know, almost everything we do is with a co-broke. Some co-brokes know what they're doing. Some (laughs) don't. And because I'm active in my board, I know who's good at what they do. Yeah. And not only that, but I've built rapport with them. And that keeps more deals together. It's my hidden secret, those relationships I've built because I'm active in the board. And a bonus is you get to, when you're active in the board, 
and volunteering, you get to have a say in how things are run. It eliminates some frustrations. Huh. So get active in your board. Hey, speaking of hidden secrets, yes. sometimes buyers have hidden secrets. They do? They do. And we need to have some secrets for keeping buyers engaged in the transaction. So that's where the Ask the Experts question oh, comes from. Some of them are frustrated and discouraged. Well, yeah, because they've been working at this for six, eight months. They've made four, five, six offers. They've yeah. lost them all. And so one of our students got an email that said, we're going to take a step back. We're tired of this. We've been saving money for this long and we can't seem to get a house. We're just going to wait till next year. And we're going to go spend some of that money and have some fun in life. What? <laughs> what, what are you doing? What are you thinking? So here's, here's, the, here's the advice that she got. Well, one person said, hey, let them breathe and you breathe too. No pressure. Don't, don't jump on that right away. Let them, let them know, oh, okay, you know, that's fine. But then wait a few days to actually have a conversation, maybe even a week. And hopefully you can have that conversation live. And here's what you're going to find out. What's really going on? You know, could it be they're having some marital discord? Mm. Could it be there's a transfer in the offing? Could be. Uh, could it be someone is pregnant? I mean, we don't know. People don't tell us all their secrets. We get an email like that. We take it at face value. Well, there could be something hiding behind it. Perchance, is there a dime novel hidden in the corn crib? That's not quite what I was thinking. Okay. But I, <laughs> okay. So here's some other advice then. When you're sitting down, what are you going to show them? What are you going to do that convinces them that you're, um, you know, that they should go ahead? Well, here's here's one idea. What are they paying for rent right now? Mm -hmm. Let's say it's fifteen hundred bucks a month, and multiply that by twelve. That's eighteen thousand dollars a year. By waiting a year, you have just spent eighteen thousand dollars and given it to someone for them to pay their house payment. What you could do instead is put that eighteen thousand dollars towards your own house payment. Next, take two homes that sold one year ago. Show them the price and the what the homes are, you know, something similar to what they were looking at, and then show them what it would be worth today and help them see the potential equity they're missing out on by waiting a year. All right, here's another one. At your CETO, your sit down, you got to ask lots of questions. You got to make sure that you understand, that you communicate clearly to them, I'm here to help you. I want to help you navigate this market because it is an unbelievable market. And people are going to tell you it's impossible to get a home these days. In fact, we've got some realtors that feel like it's impossible to get a home these days. No. Yeah. Like, no matter why I've written all these offers, it's not right. I just am sick of this. We've got realtors that feel that way. And here's what this student said. She's so smart. She said, change your stinking thinking. Hmm. You can't be thinking that way. This is, this is the market that we are dealing with right now. And for the foreseeable future, it ain't changing. So you've got to change. You've got to say, I know how to win at this game. <clears throat> what, was, what was that uh, blog or podcast from Elliot Eisenberg? What did that say about demand? Yeah. Over the next five years, our... In our area, in our country, we will be 79 million properties short of what people want to buy. 
So this probably is not ending anytime soon. So show them the truth. Show them the numbers. Tell them that you've got the way to get them a house. Show them how many houses sold last month or year to date this year. So let's just say the number is 2,000. That's 2,000 buyers that got a house. So you can be one of those 2,000. It's not like impossible, no one gets a house. That is not the case. So how do you get that house? We can, we might have to make six offers. We might have to make 10 offers, but it's in your best interest to buy now. And then just two other thoughts. One is uh, show them the taxes. Show them the tax benefit of having their money, which is going to be mostly interest in the next 12 months, in the next 24 months. Show them what that does and how it protects their income. And then look at list to sale price ratio. So if you've got a buyer that can afford a $300,000 house and that's their mortgage amount, they can't be shopping at three hundred, they they got to shop below that so they can afford to bid correctly and win the bid. You know we've got to shop a lower price than what they qualify for. For heaven's sakes, so change your own thinking. I guess these are hidden secrets. You know, your ask the experts is dealing with emotion. So is mine. Ah. You know, and the the emotion that you did this survey with your coaching people and said, go do your research. As if you're hearing, there's no listings, there's no sales. Well, they're not at the same pace they were a year ago, but they're not zero. They're down, what, 17% yeah. to 20% yeah. across the board? Yeah, a little logic Inventory will is help down, here. record lows, but inventory is down 20% <clears throat> over last year in a lot of areas, and so are the sales. Do the research in your area so that you actually know the numbers. So um, my Ask the Experts is about another kind of emotion. It's... Uh, one of being flustered <laughs> when a potential seller said, you're being paid too much. Mm. Would you do it for 3%? Because they see it's so easy to find a buyer oh, today, yeah. right? right? Well, and it is. It's easy to find a buyer. So how do I handle that? Well, there are a couple things came out that I thought were very smart. Good. And one was, don't forget Miss America. Yeah, it's easy to find a buyer, but is it the right buyer? Are we making the right kind of impression and they use the analogy of Miss America. All right. Who's got 30 seconds on the stage to make the right impression on those judges. But what does Miss America have making that impression? Before uh, she gets on the stage? Makeup artist. Okay. A hairdressing artist. A wardrobe coach. A walking coach. A <laughs> speeching, speech coach. Yeah. She's got a whole team of people for that 30-second impression. And that's one of the things that we do, one of the values that we bring to this. And of course, don't forget what Floyd taught you to stick to your guns. If he says, would you do it for 3%? Here's a way to turn the tables. Actually, I'd do it for two. You know what? I'd actually do it for one. And what do you take out of your listing kit? You take out six or seven or five, whatever your commission happens to be, $1 bills. And so you know what a lot of people don't understand is that when your home sells, these three go to the co-broker. I never see them. This one goes to my broker. I never see it. One or two. This one, because I'm an independent contractor and I'm not on a salary, 
and I only get paid when you get results and you're happy. And this goes for my health care and my workman's compensation and my education and my car and all the expenses I have. And this 1% is all that I work for. And you want it? Would you work for nothing? I don't think so. Oh, I want you to tear that in half one more time and say, and half of it goes to Uncle Sam. <gasps> Destroy money. <laughs> can I tape it back together? Oh, yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> but remember what Floyd taught us whenever you hear a hesitation. You don't need to know a lot of words. You don't need to know a lot of techniques. You just have to remember the track and coach yourself on using the track reflexively. Cushion and question. Cushion. Make a statement that proves you're not going to argue. The textbook statement is, you probably have a good reason for feeling that way. Question. Do you mind if I ask what it is? Wopen, 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 wopen. You know how to do that. But if you're not reflexive at it, what's the solution? The solution is practice. Dialogue practice with a partner. Put your each other into that situation where you throw a hesitation at them and check to see if they know how to cushion, question, isolate, handle, and close. Those reflexes are what carry you through. Well, I think it behooves me to at least mention that if you don't know dialogues, we've got them. So stay close to us, man. They're, they're not hidden. <laughs> We've got training programs that will teach you multiple ways to handle any hesitation. So you're talking about making it reflect reflexive. I have trouble saying that. Mm. But, but, but first, you got to know that it's already been invented. So you don't have to be the one that invents it. It's, it's out there. And once you know that it's out there, then you learn it and then you practice it. I love the idea of a role play buddy. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You might not be able to say reflexive easily, but you sure got behooves out there. I did, I did. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs>